sitting on a truffet Puffing on the best cut buds Trying to get butt from Miss Muffet Me and Teddy Ruxpin Stirring up a ruckus Egging all the houses Smashing all the pumpkins Suck a dick butt kiss Chumps can't funk with the punk kids Ash Roth be the king of the blumpkins Any Tim Duncan Spur of the moment Let the whole world know I run shit Jump ship quick Tell a friend that I'm dumb sick Spit fungus That'll grow from a dung trip Twist to a front flip Son, that was some trick Watch all the dumb chicks hump when I bump this Kinda like the blonde Bob Saget Ash can get nasty Pass me a blunt as some captain Chilling with an Ashley Heading to the mall Sitting in the back seat, getting jerked off Ten feet tall with the balls of a matador Doormatted whore with your words, heard that before Poor metaphor, pedicure, get your feet fixed Walk in my shoes for a few, you gon' need it Yeah, get your wee fit to practice your freeze with Need a few weeks before you can compete with Razor Ramon flow, oh so sharp You can take a Powski, I'ma take Lark on my go-kart Skills are outrageous Play me any day and I'll be the best racist Wait, no, erase it Meant to say eraser Trade it in my cell phone for a new pager Take off your Bluetooth now.com I'm at the grocery store with hot moms About 35 with at least two kids We can make out while my friend babysits All up in your fridge eating leftover shit Tuna sandwich, butter scotch, crimpets Cheetos be my choice of chip I enjoy for a bit Take a sip from my Simpson and split Roll that J up, was it roll? Yeah, roll it up um. Hair like a troll doll, basketball shorts on Yeah, I'm a dork, but I'm still holding court Ball up, baller, y'all take too long, get dolled up Give a fuck if I look like I just woke up Who am I trying to impress? Honey in the sundress with the breast luscious Just sent me a text OMG, you're the BES. If you're trying to have sex, I'm the best at it. My peoples, my peoples, this is your Friday night edition of Never Out of Bounds. You know this is a place where your Second Amendment is protected as long as you got them facts. This is your man, El Jamar, and boy, is it hot outside right now. It's almost midnight, but I feel like Samuel Jackson and do the right thing, man. Oh, this California heat, man, it's something else. Let's get right into it tonight. We're gonna get into the world in the street. And we're gonna start we're gonna start it off with uh, Venezuela. Now uh the UN is the UN is reporting that uh Venezuela Venezuelan security forces are carrying out massive killings. Now uh these are these are said uh well, the government is claiming that these are done to reduce crime. Uh, however, young men are being killed in the most impoverished sections of the city. And uh, if you want to take a look back into a lot of where all this violence is starting from, uh, a lot of it stems back from uh, the former president, Hugo Chavez, who served between 1999 and 2013. Now, at the moment, uh, Venezuela is sitting on the world's largest 
uh, proven oil reserves. And uh, basically what Hugo Chavez was doing was using that money to quote unquote fund social programs. Now, however, his critics throughout a lot of time would say that he was using the money through corruption. And if you've ever paid any attention to uh, Venezuela, there's been a lot of social strife, uh, a lot of imp improv uh, I'm sorry, impoverished uh, people fighting back. Uh, there and there was some backlash against Hugo Chavez. Um, now his successor, uh, Nicolas uh, Maduro, became basically an authoritarian figure, and this prompted thousands of people to leave the country. And uh, basically, his more uh, more so of his corruption led to massive protests. Now, uh, in a country like Venezuela, there really is no massive protest. There is no uh, large scale protest. The government just gets together and it, it and they'll just blast you. They don't play that stuff. Uh, but many of the, like I said before, many of the impoverished uh, sections of cities, they will come together and protest. Uh, either it be hyperinflation or food shortages, which is um, which has been on on uh, you know on has been fact checked uh, throughout the years. Venezuela has had various issues in terms of its GDP. Now, uh, there's no real, uh, I have no real evidence as to exactly what Hugo Chavez was doing, but from, if, if you want an outside looking in, you could pretty much tell that that country has, uh, issues. Uh, now when we talk about the exact report the UN had now, uh, over 500 people have been killed by these military officers. Now, UN investigators said not being allowed in the country, so uh, a lot of their information they're getting in, getting in uh, is from interviews uh, from the victims, uh, at least 150 victims, and also witnesses. And one of those witnesses happens to be a former attorney general by the name of Luisa Ortega, who was exiled after... Uh, I'm sorry, Maduro uh, took took office. So there is some real drama there. And uh, I'm not, I, you know, again, uh, when it comes down to just shooting innocent people and the killing and all that, that's what bothers me. So there. But again, uh, there's only so much that they're letting you in on uh, the. Venezuelan government has not really talked to any outside sources. They definitely don't want the UN to come in. So it, it, it gives, in my opinion, it gives, it gives the impression of they're up to no good. Uh, when you're not necessarily trying to be open about it, when you know you've had these issues, um, and people outside of Venezuela, people who've gotten away from that country have been speaking out. Uh, about the regimes, uh, whether it be Hugo Chavez or the current guy, Maduro. So um, a lot of issues there. Again, um, you know, and, and, it's, and it's mostly in the poor communities and the, because this is where the most of the drama is, because, you know, that's who's being affected. Uh, that's who's coming up with these food shortages. That's who's suffering from hyperinflation. And if Americans aren't paying attention, we'll be not too far down uh, that route in terms of uh, having issues with money and having to go up against uh, a power that be that doesn't necessarily recognize you or doesn't necessarily think that you have an issue. And that's what seems to be going on here. Uh, there's been at least uh, dozens of protesters killed. There were dozens of protesters killed last year in these clashes. And like I said, it's not, it's, it's, there is no room for, uh, protesting out there. Like there's, there's a clash. As soon as there's a protest, it's a clash between the people and the military force and it always ends up, uh, with some bodies. And this is what pretty much these reports are saying. Like I said, 500 people have been killed, uh, just for pretty much standing up and protesting. And, uh, you just gotta, you just gotta be grateful.
uh, grateful for the fact that in this country you can at least do some of that. You know, you have people, you know, stomping, stomping out cars and tearing the city streets up in LA last, last night, a couple nights ago for uh, a rapper. So, um, you know, just be aware of that Americans be aware of that. Now, you know how yesterday when I talked to you guys about the UN, uh, the U.S. pulling out the human rights uh, group of the U.N. Now, the U.N. is firing back at the U.S. today. Uh, now, there has been a report uh, that, that the U.N. has made, and they are claiming that the U.S. is making poverty in this country even worse. Uh, a quote here from Philip uh, Alston, the, the leader of the human rights uh, initiative in the U.N., uh, he was quoted here saying, when one of the world's wealthiest countries does very little about the fact that 40 million of its citizens live in poverty, it is entirely appropriate for reasons to be scrutinized. Now, this is in response to uh, the comment made by Nikki Haley, the ambassador to the UN for the U.S., who was basically saying that uh, a lot of these countries were biased, uh, politically biased uh towards the u.s and also they like i said before they were uh, the u.s has been very critical of such additions to uh the uh human rights uh, initiative such as the congo and uh, members of the congo and also burundi uh so like i said before they were against that and, and also like i said uh they a lot of one term that they, they they brought up was political cesspools uh, in these countries a lot of uh, stagnation and not a lot going on in terms of human rights so the u.s felt that like i said this and felt that since these countries were a part of the human rights uh faction that i guess the human rights you know it wasn't going in the right direction <clears throat> now um Another quote he had here, uh, Philip Alston had here. Now, he was also part of a tour uh, of America, I believe, a, a year to, a year or so back. The U.N. came here and uh, they actually were given a tour of the most impoverished communities. And this is another quote he had to say here. He said, I witnessed raw sewage poured into the garden of people who could never pay the 30,000 of their own uh, for their own septic tanks. Now. Now, whether or not it's all that's all true, we do know that uh, in America, you have a very low minimum wage. Uh, we have been we have uh, been given the fact that this minimum wage will not get us a two bedroom house. And uh, this 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 minimum wage will not you know necessarily even provide us an, an apartment, depending on what state or area we're in. Uh, in California, a fifteen dollar minimum wage won't get you too much of anything housing wise. We know this. Uh, another thing, another thing that was in the report uh, that I thought was uh, at least uh, worth mentioning. Uh, they also uh, the UN also took some statistics of the death of African Americans. Now. Uh, according to the report, the mortality rates among, amongst African Americans are double the number of people in Thailand, or double the m murders of people in Thailand. Now, I think that's interesting. Now, there's many factors that lead into, uh, you know, mortality rates, higher mortality rates uh, amongst Black people. Um, but it, I, I, I figure that's another one of those things that they want to put out there. Because uh, in reality, I mean, sure, there is the black on black crime situation. Uh, but if you count the police brutality, I think they're 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 looking into that and then just looking at the lack of resources we have in order to maintain communities uh, in order to keep those communities going. Uh, 
so on and so forth. I I, th I think that's really what it is. I, I think it, with that with that fact right there, I think it was a little bit of a pile on, um, because like like I said, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, you know black on black crime that does lead to some of that. Now I'm not saying that there's uh, that white people are officially absolved from all or the power the power structure that is is all absolved from all type of black uh, black crime or you know. The mortality rate they don't have anything to do with it but um you know i think that's one of those facts that the, that the that the un likes to put in there because i feel like uh they like to they like they i mean a certain groups do like to press the race issue but at, at, at the end of the day there is racism in uh, the united states and that's one thing that we won't want to discuss uh a lot of us don't want to discuss and we think that it's you know uh i guess it's a it's an old it's an old topic well you know, if if black people are still getting shot by the police for no real reason, then I think racism still needs to be addressed. If they're getting shot with no weapons, uh, no type of no real being posing no real threat in a lot of these situations, then I think there is some racism here, and I think this still needs to be talked about. And another important uh, factor that I wanted to put out there. Uh, now, this is what the UN is reporting. Uh, they've also reported that since 1980, the uh, Annual national income before taxes for the lower classes has been stagnant at 16000 a year. And I think that affects all people. Again, uh, you know, racism is one of those tools to keep the classes separate, to keep making sure the people in, in, in each class don't realize that they're all being duped. Um, and this is one of those things that 16000 you know, in terms of the 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 lower half of, of or the bottom uh the bottom earners or income earners that's that's all that's all races that's uh, encompassed of all races uh so you know racism is one of those things in this day and age it, it definitely it's still a factor uh but however I, I mean if we're all struggling it's just more of a reason that for me to believe that uh no, it's not necessarily helpful. And this is what I figured the UN would do. The UN would sit back, see what uh, the U.S. move was going to be. And the U.S., they shot their little shot and said, oh, there, there's a cesspool. You guys are biased. And then the U.S. was just going to call them out and say, well, hey, you guys don't even treat your own people right. So who are you to, you know, and this is what I figured, pretty much figured was going to happen. Uh, I, 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 you know, for the most part, I, I can feel as though I agree with where the U.N. is coming from. But at the same time, especially with the with the with the mortality rate amongst African-Americans, there's a lot more factors uh, than to just blame the U.S. government for that. But definitely, uh, you know, that is some factor. They they do interfere in terms of police brutality and so on and so forth. So uh, definitely there needs to be some change that the U.S. needs to make. And they are not above anybody else. Sure, this country is not the Congo. Uh, sure, this, this country is not some of the other uh, countries maybe in the Middle East. This is not uh, Iran or any place like that. But it's not like it's perfect here either. And I think that's pretty much what the UN was saying. So for them, for the U.S. to kind of step away from the human rights uh, initiative and kind of just, you know, talk about how it's biased and everything. It just, again, um, knowing, knowing what it has with it. It's just, again, one of those one of those comments, you know, just off the wall, in my opinion. It's one of those things that just fit kind of the the Republican thing to do. You know, they don't want to be held accountable on the world stage. Uh, they're definitely nationalists. And... Uh, they don't really care how people feel. They don't really care about, you know, projecting an image for uh, 
the world to see. And that's a, that's that's their choice. Uh, that's that's what the powers that be want to do right now. But like I said, I haven't seen no improvements for black people. So for them to for them to sit there and call out all these different countries and sit there and say they were cesspools and all that, I'm trying to see where America is is so much this great country and and you know it's better, but then at the same time it's the UN knows what they're talking about, y'all. To an extent, they know what they're talking about. All right, we're gonna come right back. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the sports. We're gonna start off with some of the with some NFL news. So y'all stay tuned. Thank you. All right, y'all. We back, and we're gonna get into this NFL news here. Now it seems Jameis Winston of the Tampa Bay Bucks is going to be suspended for the first three games of the season. Uh, it seems like he's violated the personal. It was a, per, uh, a violation of the personal conduct. Now, uh, back in 2016, he groped and well, he was alleged he allegedly groped an Uber driver. This was back in March 13th. Now, the allegations weren't made public until uh, until about 2017. By yours, by everybody's favorite, BuzzFeed. Uh, now, what was said was that he reached for the driver's genitalia. Now, again, uh, he's claiming that it didn't happen. Uh, he said it wasn't true. Uh, another, another one of his friends said there wasn't really. Uh, there was uh, from a story that I read. Um, there was a witness. However, the witness, uh, some more of the reading that I'm doing, uh, the uh, the witness did me miss out uh, some key details. And there's some more testimony from one of his friends that he was actually in that Uber car alone. So I don't I'm not too sure what to say here. Uh, just like a, another another messed up situation. Uh, brothers, I, I implore you, be careful. Uh, these women are not playing. Uh, they're looking for a quick come up. And, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be trying to be buddy buddy with them too much. I wouldn't be trying to touch all on them, hug all on them. Obviously, it's going to get you in trouble. Uh, like I said, he's going to be missing the first games this season and barring the fact that he doesn't, uh, you know, given the fact that he probably won't uh, challenge this decision. It looks like Ryan Fitzpatrick will be the backup. So uh, good luck, Bucks. I mean, y'all really going to need it. Really, uh, another NFL news: uh, The New England uh, Patriots have signed their rookie uh, rookie offensive tackle Isaiah Wynn. He was a 23rd pick uh, of the draft, coming out of Georgia, and uh, he signed a four-year deal with a fifth-year option. He's basically going to be the replacement for Nate Solder uh, left tackle, and he, like I said, he pretty much will be the starter. Now they're working on signing their other offensive lineman, uh, Isaiah Wynn's teammate Sony Michael. So hopefully we'll, they'll be able to get that done soon. Now off to the MLB. Roberto Azuna, a pitcher for uh, a pitcher for the Blue Jays, has been sus- uh, suspended seventy five games for domestic violence. Guys, keep your hands off the girls. What is up with you guys? He will miss eighty nine days in total, and it will cost him two point five four million of his contract. That is about five million bucks this year. Uh, he was arrested in a. Uh, charged by Toronto police May 8th for assaulting a woman and he's been pretty much on administrative leave since then uh and ever and since the uh the charges were made the team themselves did a uh their own 
investigation into it. So now they're they're wrapping that up and he'll be serving his suspension. Uh, it will be a retroactive suspension. So I believe uh, all the time that he because I believe, yeah, he he was not allowed to play after he was charged. So basically all the time uh, from May the 8th all the way until I believe about August, he will be uh, unable to play. Now, uh, going through some MLB scores today, we got the Angels beating the Blue Jays 2-1, to one. Padres beating the Giants 6-2, the A's lost to the Whites, so actually they had a, a doubleheader today, uh, the A's were able to win the first game 11-6, but lost the second 4-6, and we have the Dodgers coming out against the Mets 5-2. Alright, yo, we're going to take another quick break, we're going to be right back with some uh, World Cup news, and we're going to finish everything out with some NBA news as well. So y'all stay tuned right now. Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. Moving slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. Moving slow motion for me. Oh, I like it like that. She working that back. I don't know how to act. Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. Moving slow motion for me. Oh, I like it like that. She working that Her neck and her back hurting Cut through to have you like a brand new version It's like once you get used to it Then you start serving Hop up on top and so jiggy jiggy jerking Slow down for me Are you moving too fast? My fingers keep slipping I'm trying to grip that ass Keep being hard headed And I'ma make it get on me Got a human up disguise But my face is a doggy If you love it, my fault Let me bury my bone I got four or five bad married bitches at home One of my bitches fell in love With that outside dick That outside Dick, keep them hoes sick like oh, I like it like that She working that back I don't know how to act Slow motion for me Slow motion for me Slow motion for me Moving slow motion for me oh, I like it like that She working that back I don't know how to act Slow motion for me Slow motion for me Slow motion for me Moving slow motion for me it's like I got the world in my palms Your girl up under my arms She fucked up from the charm She loved the way the dick stay hard From 12 to early in the morn Fine bitches, if you're listening You heard me, I'm strong If you're going through your cycle I ain't with it, I'm gone You must have heard about them hoes That I beat up in my home They wasn't telling the truth, baby You knew they was wrong Nah, make it official when I'm summer that dome I don't mind buying blue You're riding too Don't be asking nigga questions About where I'm driving you The mama, my shit together I ain't jiving you I don't think that nigga could do you better than I could do, you know? It's juvenile from caught the street by the derby. Same nigga used to be running with Rusty and Kirby. Can a player from the know you get a chance with it? But I can't bounce with you without using my hands with it. Oh, I like it like that. She working that back. I don't know how to act. Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. Moving slow motion for me. Oh, I like it like that. She working that back. Call out my name like we was all at Yo, one day, throwback 
and you know that So stop stunting, slow motion for a real nigga I'm going off that incredible potion and I'm gonna deal with you I like how them Victoria's Secret sit in that ass Let me pull some more hip and Hennessy in your glass Would I be violating? If I grab me a handful, I'm knowing what's happening All I want is a sample Who you with? I'm in the rental today It's going down and happening and I remember the way Less money we spent on bullshit, the more for the weed What it's gonna take to get you to come in slow motion with me? Like, I like it like that, she working that back I don't know how to act slow motion for me Slow motion for me, slow motion for me Moving slow motion for me So we're going to wrap it up for tonight. And we're going to talk about this World Cup first. We're just going to go through these scores here. Uh, Denmark tied with Australia today, 1-1. France uh, was able to beat Peru, 1-zip. Croatia was able to pull off an upset and beat your boys Argentina, 3-0. Brazil was able to beat Costa Rica, 2-0. Nigeria pulls off another upset as well, beating Iceland 2-zip. And then we have uh, Switzerland beating beating Zerbia 2-1. Uh, tomorrow, we got a few games on tap. We're going to have Belgium versus Tunisia, South Korea, and Mexico. These are going to be the early, early games, 5 a.m. American time. That's probably going to be Eastern. Uh, also, we have some. Uh, we also have uh, South Korea and Mexico. I said that. Okay. Germany and Sweden, England and Panama, Japan and Senegal. And then also, we're going to have uh, Poland and Colombia face off tomorrow. Now we're going to move right along. We're going to talk get into this NBA and Dwight Howard. Now, we all know uh, a couple days ago I reported that he was traded from Charlotte to the Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn Nets. And uh, it looks like he wants a buyout. Uh, he's owed about $28.3 million on his aspiring contract. And it looks like the Nets are working out with him, uh, well, working a deal out with him uh you know, and he pretty much wants to become a free agent, and he wants to help out a team win a title. He wants to be on a playoff-bound team. Uh, he figures he's earned that this much. And uh, so far in his career, he's 32 now, uh, but he's a three-time uh, defensive player of the year. Uh, with that being said, over the past few years, uh, especially in the Kobe years, he was in L.A., there's been a lot said about, you know, his toughness or his willingness to play. But uh, the last couple of years, I'll say even more so last year, it was kind of like a renaissance for him. Uh, he averaged uh, 16.6 points a game as well as 12.5 rebounds. And he was only uh, about one of three players to do that. He also averaged 1.6 blocks a game as well. And he was pretty much good enough to the point where he was able to get all-star consideration. Uh, now, in terms of his point production, this was his uh, highest point total in four years and this has also been the first time he's played in eight uh, 80 plus games in eight years so he's definitely uh hungry he still wants to play 
it, and it seems like he definitely has something to prove as well. Uh, hopefully, he'll be able to end his career on a high note. Uh, I definitely think he's earned it. He's been playing his butt off the past, like I said, the past couple of years, uh, including last year. Uh, there was a time in uh, March where he was just, not, I wouldn't say dominant, but he was definitely really good. He's averaging above 20 points a game. There was also a, a game he had in March where he had, he had like 30 points, which was uh, a little bit more. And he's always been a defensive guy, but he's becoming more of an offensive guy over the years. And I think that's pretty cool, too. That, that adds something more to his game. And uh, definitely uh, makes him visible on the market. Uh, seeing a three-time defensive player of that age, of his, of still, of you know, still of some caliber, uh, developing his game and being a off, you know, more of an offensive round of player, I think that's good. That's definitely good. Uh, we're just gonna uh, talk about the draft real quick. We're just gonna go through the top ten here. Uh, talk about the, you know, the most, the most pertinent picks. Top ten here. Um, you know the draft, of course, like you all, you guys know, was last night, and in my opinion, I think teams did a pretty, pretty okay job for what was given to them. So let's just go through these picks right quick. Uh, number one was DeAndre uh, Ayton. We knew that the big center coming out of Arizona. He ended up going to the Suns. No big, um, no big story here. Marvin Bagley ended up the power forward ends up going to sack. That was pretty much who they uh, had going into at least a couple uh, go, had on their board at least for the past month or so. It was Luka Doncic, uh, the next pick you have here. But uh, this is where it gets funny. Uh, Luka uh, Doncic was a uh, actually there was a trade here. Uh, the Hawks decided to trade with the, excuse me, with the Mavericks, and uh, they were able to get the shooting guard Luka Doncic. Now, I thought it was a good move for the Hawks. They definitely needed some offense coming off uh, the bench or somebody that can that can definitely score some points. He's definitely, in my opinion, professional ready. He's proud of all the players that are uh, that have been drafted. He's probably the one I would say is more so uh wearing to go. Uh number four, you got Jaron Jackson, the power four, going to the Grizzlies. Uh Trey Young going to the Mavs. Uh so they pretty much they they pretty much got what they wanted. Uh and the the funny thing is uh they had the some of these uh places you'll go to they have the grades for these uh, draft picks too. So overall people did a solid job. I don't see I, I saw a couple C's. Um I know for a fact uh Wendell Carter Jr. at seven was a was a C was a C grade. Uh, not to miss number six. Excuse me. You have Mo Bamba, the center from Texas, going to the Magic, uh, and I thought that was a solid pick too. Uh, that would be a, a good one-two punch in the front court. Uh, excuse me, with uh, him and uh, Gordon, uh, Aaron Gordon. I think that should be cool. I would I would I wouldn't want to mess with that too much. I think they got def- they both can play a little bit of defense, and if Mo can somehow you know is 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 as good as they as good as they are saying that uh that he is offensively then they should be all right they should be all right um colin sexton uh went at number eight uh, of course he went to the Cavs, which threw me off uh i was expect i wasn't expecting a point guard uh i feel they already had george hill and they had jordan clarkson so i'm not too sure what they're gonna do with one of those guys they're probably gonna move uh they uh the front office in Cleveland feel as though he's a guy that can help LeBron stay. Uh, they definitely feel comfortable enough with him. He'll be rocking uh, Kyrie's old number two. So good luck with that. 
And then at number nine, you got Kevin Knox, uh, the small forward, going to the Knicks. And then you got Mikael Bridges, who was originally drafted uh, by the 76ers. His mom actually happened to work for the 76ers, but he was then traded uh, to Phoenix. And last but not least, I know he's not in the top 10, but I wanted to mention him because he was one of those names that were uh, a big name in the draft. And that's Michael Porter Jr., the small forward. Now, he ended up going 14, and he was supposed to pretty much, I would say, uh, if Luka Doncic went at 2, or I'm sorry, 3, then maybe 4. Uh, maybe five. Or oh, actually, I, I think the, the 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 thing was to have him go to. Well, I think the st- how how the media wanted to say it was that pretty much the Bulls were in line to to either get him or if not the Bulls, uh, then maybe maybe Dallas. But a couple people skipped out on him. Obviously, he had injury uh, issues with his back, so he did drop. But I I think he went to a solid offensive team. Uh, the question is, what does he bring defensively? There's also a question about his defensive uh, defensive style, uh, d- defensive style of play. But that goes with uh, the entirety of Denver. They don't really play defense up there, up there in those Denver mountains. I'm not too sure, but I I still think it's a solid pick. Um, again, all these picks were solid. Uh, when I looked over the grades, a lot of them were B, B minus. Like, I think a couple of them were C's. I'm, I believe the Kevin Knox pick, the Mikhail Bridges, uh, Bridges pick, and then the Wendell Carter Jr. pick for the Bulls were C's. But for the most part, um, everybody was graded pretty decently. And I think overall, in terms of the talent, it's as, it's, I don't think it's as deep as, uh, other drafts or as good as other drafts but like i said for what you had i think teams pretty much did did well it looks like they all pretty much did their homework and drafted the players that they that they would need that they needed all right lo- all right y'all it's been a good night uh we're gonna we're gonna go into the weekend on a good note uh it's been another good week talking to you guys um monday i i did promise to have uh, to have a, a show review for you guys um I'm going to go over the show some more this week. I'm going to watch some more episodes of it. I'll be reviewing Frasier. Uh, I know everybody may or may not have heard of this show. It's a it's a, it's a cool 90s comedy, uh, sophisticated. If you want to hear white guys roasting each other, rich white guys roasting each other, this is the show to look at. Um, so we're going to be reviewing that Monday. And then we'll also be back with the news as well. So y'all have a good weekend. Much love. And I hear for hopefully you hear well, I hopefully I hear from you guys soon. Peace out.